trying to get crazy with this, see? Don't you know I'm loco? Yo, yo, what is up, everybody? Welcome back to another brand new episode of Sherm in the Booth. I'm, of course, your host, Sherm, and this is episode 41, Tuesday, April 17, 2018. Ladies and gentlemen, I am so excited about this episode. Not only do I have a lot to catch you up on, but I've got a sick guest mix coming here at the end of the episode from one of Chicago's biggest upcoming DJs. Only 21 years old, and this guy is absolutely crushing the game. Goes by the name of Justin Sances, better known as Sances. That's coming up here at the end of the mix, so right now, let's have some fun, and I'll catch up with you in a little bit.
absolutely love Cypress Hill. I used to be a huge fan back in the day, and I love that little edit that cause and effect did. That one's called Snatch My Crops. I want to kick this mix off a little bit of fire, so let's keep it going with some AC Slater and Sending Pedal to the Floor. Let's go. Pedal to the floor, man. Your bitch in my face. She might be a home, man. Money in the way. I can't see my flow, man. Pull up at the door. Hey, watch my dogs, man. Hey, when I'm in LA, battle to the flow, man. Your bitch in my face. She might be a home, man. Money in the way. I can't see my flow, man. Pull up at the door. Hey, watch my dogs, man. Dogs, man.
guys, don't forget to follow me on Twitter. I'm doing something every single day where I release a song from my music library, calling it hashtag Sherm Shuffle. As DJ, people are always asking where you're finding music, how you do your set list, and all that good stuff. So I figured I could let you in a little bit of my secrets one day at a time. At Sherm in the booth, hashtag Sherm Shuffle. if you've seen on social media but i have entered in the spring awakening dj contest mix for the chance to play on the main stage friday june 9th at one of chicago's and honestly the nation's best festivals 
All you have to do is go to my Facebook, go to my SoundCloud, go to my Instagram, all my social media has it. It's a link, it takes you to Weibo, you find my Weibo page, it's all right there, you log in through Facebook and it takes one minute to do and that one minute of your time is giving me the chance for an opportunity to play at one of the most incredible events in the country. Like I said, I put together this 30 minute mix that I'm really proud of. Um, it's been great, all the feedback for all the people that have voted, thank you so much. If you haven't voted, seriously, it takes one minute guys, it is not too late. All I need to do is get in the top 10, I'm sitting at 8 18 right now. We got 10 days left. Let's do this. Vote for Sherm. Let's fucking go.
talked about my hangovers a lot on the show before. Probably like 15 to 20 episodes I've mentioned it, but I want to bring you in on it with me so we can all be in this together. However, this time I come reporting good news, ladies and gentlemen. My friends like to call me the shaman of hangovers because honestly, I have all these remedies that I've tried. I've tried like that hangover cure that you drink before bed, didn't work at all. I've tried the hydration packets um, that like rehydrate you, but honestly, it just pours water through your system. I'm like spending half the day taking fucking pisses. That's a whole nother story. But it's called BC powder. B is in boy, C is in cat, and it's changing my fucking life. I shit you not. I didn't discover it, so shout out Taylor Coop Daniel. You've changed my life. Guys, all it is is literally aspirin and caffeine. And what the aspirin does is it loosens up the capillaries in your head and in your brain so that blood can rush through. Yes, that's how a headache happens. Welcome to Health Class 101 with Sherm, okay? And the caffeine speeds it up in your system so that it all reacts quicker. So I can go out and get fucked up on a Saturday night and know the next morning I can drink BC powder and I'm good to fucking go.
talking in my sleep at night, making myself crazy. Out of my mind, out of my mind. Wrote it down and read it out, hoping it would save me. pleasure there. I am becoming a huge fan of Dua Lipa. Honestly, I think she's a little bit more new age, edgier version of Ellie Goulding. Her new track with Calvin Harris is fucking awesome. Go check that out.
Guys, got some shows coming up here I want to let you know about in advance so we can plan ahead. April 28th, I'm actually going back down to ATO with DePaul for their big party weekend. Going to throw down there. Really excited about that. May 11th and May 25th, I'm going to be back at Henry Chicago. If you guys have been coming to these Henry's gigs, they are so much fun. It's free to get in, and I'm spinning open format sets. I have so much fun with those when I can switch it up. Doing hip-hop, rap, pop, house, big room, everything. I have so much fun doing those. Make sure to come. That's May 11th and the 25th. In June, I've got a lot of things going on. I don't want to let you know quite yet, but let's just say I'm going to do my 26th birthday pretty damn big. And then also in July, I want to let you guys know I'm doing Night at the Zoo again. For everybody that came last year, it was seriously one of the best events I've ever played, been part of. It was so much fun. Me and my boy Shani literally did a back-to-back -back trap set. I mean, the seals were getting down to it. I know you guys can too. Don't forget, every two weeks, every other Tuesday, I'm releasing new episodes of Sherman the Booth. I've got guest misses coming up. i got more music. I've got exciting news. So make sure to keep up with me on all social media. we got big things in the works.
Next up is my remix for Duke Dumont's Won't Look Back. I just released it a few weeks ago and the feedback has been insane. Thank you so much to everybody that supported it, listened to it, reposted, shared it, all that good stuff. Um, to other producers out there, you know what it's like to get great feedback on a track that you worked so hard on. I had so much fun making it. Uh, it's been awesome to play in the clubs. Um, it's been even more awesome to have DJs reach out to you so that they can put it in their mixes so that they can play it. So thank you so much for the support. Let's go. Let's get it. Thank you. 
All right, guys, it's about that time for episode 41's guest mix. I am super excited to have this guy on the show. Like I said, he is only 21 years old and is absolutely blowing up. But let's get down to where it all got started. His name is Justin Sansis. Stage name Sansis. That's San is in San Francisco and Suz is in Suz. Okay, apparently people are calling him Sanchez. Don't really understand that. I don't see an H or a Z in there. So it's Sansis. But anyway, hailing from LaGrange, Illinois, this dude is a Chicago guy, ride or die, family's from Chicago, he's been killing it here for a while. Um, his come up is really interesting. So this dude's been working hard for a really long time. Actually, his first exposure to DJing, I uh, used to work at Texas Roadhouse, and one of his colleagues was actually a vinyl DJ. Um, said he was a super talented guy, but uh, Justin actually used to go over there and uh, meet with him, and this dude was on straight vinyl, Technique 1200s, okay? This dude's... So picture this, he's 14 years old, and he's spinning Fat Joe, Notorious B.I.G., and if you guys know anything about mixing vinyl, it's extremely difficult. You don't always know what the BPM is at, it's really hard to mix, you're taking records on, you're putting them off, it's really complicated, so needless to say, this dude learned the fundamentals at a very young age. His actually first exposure to electronic music was, like most guys in Chicago, at a festival. Uh, Sansis was actually North Coast. He went to Afrojack when he was 15 years old and was fucking mind blown. Afrojack just absolutely killed the game. He got really into it after that. He loved the experience of just being in the crowd. Of course, he wanted to be behind the decks to give that experience that Afrojack gave him. He's a people pleaser. He loves the reaction he can get out of people. That's um, one of the biggest reasons that he's so passionate about DJing live. Um, he got into producing when he was actually 17 years old. Um, actually, he took a class in high school. I wish my fucking school offered this shit. Uh, just Ableton 101, so he's been working on it for years now. Um, you'll hear in this mix, um, the guy's an incredible producer. Um, I'll get into that in a little bit more. I loved hearing about his workflow. Um, but the name Sansis, obviously, is his last name. Couldn't agree more with him. I mean, I go by Sherman. My last name Sherman. It just makes sense. We talked a little bit about branding, how important we think it is to keep everything uniform, how it's much easier not to kind of like make something else when you can literally just be the person who you are. So really connected on that. I thought that was really cool. Um, of course, only his mom and dad and girlfriend call him Justin, just like my same situation as well. Uh, so what got him to music and electronic scene as a whole, of course, like I said, North Coast, that was a great experience for him, only 15 years old. Um, originally, he was pretty intimidated by learning to DJ, but he put his head down and worked hard, started producing, and just found a passion in it. Um, like I said, DJs today don't fully understand what DJs used to go through. I mean, learning on vinyl obviously taught him the techniques and the fundamentals and gave him a greater appreciation of the whole process. Um, some of his biggest influences and who inspires him, obviously being in Chicago, we're all influenced by house music and different variations of it. Um, you know, he's always loved dance music, but he is a house music guy by trade. Um, all of him, techno, underground, mainstream, whatever it is, vocal house, um, he's super influenced by Chami. Um, obviously, you guys know who Chami is, guy's blowing up, but the most important thing that Chami does, I think, and artists in general, is... If they have a label, they give back, and on that label, they give artists an outlet and an opportunity to share the different types of music. Um, so Confession is Chami's label, and if you guys know anything about Confession, there are so many different layers of house music being released on there. I mean, it's anything like Super Deep, like Notorious uh, by Mala, to Bro Hug, I mean, main stage festival shit that you can drop, this bass house stuff. Um, I would say pretty much every single DJ is influenced by Skrillex as well. Uh, I mean, not only is this guy production off the fucking charts, but his DJ skills are insane too. Uh, we had a few good laughs about that. Seeing Skrillex live is always a great experience. Um, he also was really influenced by some Chicago house DJs. I've talked about Gene Ferris on the show so many times before. Dirty Bird players, um, just these guys that are pioneers in it. He has a lot of respect and love for 
Um, something I always like asking DJs, especially ones that I know love house music or have certain types of productions and play these on mainstream, um, you know, top 40 type gigs, club stuff. I want to ask them, you know, what's your style of DJing? What's your perfect set? Like, this is the fucking Sansa's set. Um, he said he, of course, loves house, but he loves incorporating hip-hop. Like I said, he started off spinning hip-hop, um, so he always tries to basically blend it all together. Uh, he gave me two scenarios, which I thought was great. He said if it was at Lala, he's spinning a ton of hip-hop, basically the crowd-pleasers, like I said earlier. If he was at Ultra, he would rip fucking house music. <laughs> I thought that was so funny, because who the fuck wouldn't want to do that, too? It's absolutely awesome. But again, at the end of the day, he's a people-pleaser. Um, his perfect set would be whatever the people want to hear. Like I always say, you got to give the people what they didn't know they wanted um obviously i said he's only 21 but he's had so many great opportunities um when it comes to club life in river north in chicago here actually headline tunnel i was at that show <laughs> kind of felt like i was scouting him out actually because i was like oh i never heard of this guy before fucking slayed the set it was so sick he also won the freaky deaky contest um opened up for oliver helens and klingande in 2017 freaky deaky was a festival here um, that's actually kind of been replaced complicated situation, but anyway, he absolutely fucking killed it um, It was the first time he's ever played for that many people um, him and his buddy actually said they were like looking down They played one of the first sets and then 15 minutes later, they looked up and there was like a thousand people there But he absolutely killed it said it was one of the best experience of his life um, He also does a lot of work with the good look Chicago guys if you haven't heard of these guys um, They absolutely kill it every artist um, that they work with, super talented, committed to the hustle, works really hard. Um, he played it on a yacht party for them last summer, said it was so much fun. Um, was dropping the house music all day, so I was really happy to hear about that. Um, like I said, so even though he's only 21, he's been involved um, with obviously the Chicago scene since he's about 17 years old. Um, he's been working actually with the Good Look Chicago guys since he was 17, helping sell tickets, working with React, all that good stuff bunch of different ways he's been involved um so something i always like to ask guys especially that have been you know in the game for three to five years or even more than that is how have they seen the chicago scene change um since they've been involved originally you know in terms of venues that have come and gone upcoming artists that have made it the underground scene uh overall genre diversification and popularity of tracks and um things that basically are making waves in the scene here in chicago specifically i hear a lot to say about this so like i said in the industry at 17 years old he remembers walking around the clubs festivals and events just being and like holy shit like wow and not only just the genres changing but the people that come and go as well um the industry is changing all the time i mean it's a technology based um you know industry of course music djing specifically um so you always have to be adapting which i totally agreed with them um when it all started it was all big picture stuff but obviously in order to have that long-term goal you got to have lots of short-term goals um so he's seen a lot of guys that have actually made it in that aspect um he talked a lot about win and woo and autograph he knows these guys personally um i'm sure you guys have heard of autograph win and woo are also blowing up as well um absolutely killing it these guys have worked really really hard for years to make a name for themselves committed to the craft working every single day day Santa's had a lot of good things to say about these guys and I couldn't agree more um in terms of actual genres um obviously Chicago's capital of house music but there's a lot of different aspects of that I mean when it comes down to downtown river north life I mean it's like what we talked about a little bit earlier like it's these hip-hop top 40 sets mixing songs every 30 seconds um you know it's not always the best for a DJ of course it's so much fun because that's what the people want but it's really interesting in how that's what's expected these days I mean if you think about society America specifically everybody has no patience and of course when they're drunk at the club and all that shit they want next song next song next song they want to constantly be you know feeling a different type of energy which I of course respect but we talked a lot about you know actually trying to build a foundation with your sets 
Um, something that Sans has really talked about, which was such a great metaphor. Um, if you guys know anything about music production, if you've ever seen a house show live, the, the low ends that come out of the subwoofers and just the bass lines are one of the driving forces of it. So you think about a track like that, like a literal house, okay? The ground will always be there, so you can layer things on top, you can always rebuild. But with other types of genres, like pop music for instance, it's vocal driven, so if you take rid of that ground floor, there's nothing there. Um, I thought that was really cool how you compared it to that. Um, you can't do that with all their genres, so not only does this affect this guy's sets, but also his production style as well. Again, you guys will hear that a lot. Um, and again, something that I really, really uh, like about his whole brand is his type of music. So, funny story actually, the first track he ever released is on Milk and Cook's label. On Milk and Cook's with some Chicago guys here, twin brothers. Uh, they've been killing the game for years now. Um, but they actually released an EP, and Sansa set one of his tracks called Crickets. And they loved it, they put it on an EP, and now when he looks back at it, he's like, oh my god, like, I don't even know if that's my style anymore. And I totally understood that, but we talked a lot about putting yourself out there, getting feedback. You can't just keep these things inside, I mean, you have to just put yourself out there. And that's kind of the biggest barrier to entry, honestly, these days as a DJ. You just have to put yourself out there and take the chance, because most people aren't willing to do that. Um, in terms of actual production style, I really wanted to ask him a lot about Ableton workflow. For other producers listening out there, Ableton is known for its workflow. Um, obviously, the quicker you can do things, the more songs you can pump out, the honestly less frustrated you get, um, just overall. So it was really interesting to hear him talk about it. He absolutely loves it. Like I said, he took the class in high school, so he's been doing it for a while. One of his tracks that I really, really like that he just released is called Sub Behavior. Um, Something that I think about when I produce and something that most DJs do as well is, is this club ready? Is this going to be able to be played in a club? Can I play this in my sets? Do other DJs want to play this? Not, I want to get this on the radio. I want to get this number one on Spotify. Um, if you're in music, if you're producing music, you want to make sure that what you're putting out there is something that you're passionate about. So if you're doing it for the money, the fame, the glamour, then you're in it for the wrong reasons because honestly, there's a short-term lifespan on it. So you have to love what you're doing and this dude absolutely does. You'll hear it in his mix. Um, he absolutely kills it. He's sticking to it and I love what he's doing. Um, interesting workflow that he does actually. So everybody has their own style, but he starts with a drop and works backwards. I kind of felt like he was talking about an onion. You know what I mean? You got the whole onion, you see it, that's the drop. It's hard to unlayer it and then there's all the different parts of the track. So that was really cool. Um, and then, like I said, the guy's only 21, but he has so much coming up. Not only new music, a lot of collabs he's working on, he's starting his own music collective called Lower Half Movement. It's a group of young producers, including Smirk, who's also a young Chicago guy, who actually is out in Los Angeles right now at Icon Collective. Um, he's giving a platform to local artists that need exposure, kind of like Shami and their confession label. So I thought that was awesome that he's doing that. That's going to be launching next month. So many other things going on. He also gave me some inside information, which he wanted to tell me, but didn't want to tell me, but it's coming out this week anyway, so I'm happy to announce on behalf of Sansa's, he's been recruited by MLM Music Life Management as a new DJ on their roster. And let me tell you guys, these guys have the best Chicago DJs playing at the best Chicago clubs. So shout out to you, Sansa's. That's fucking awesome, man. Congratulations. Well-deserved for all the hard work. Um, some other things he wanted me to add, obviously Lower Half Movement, like I said, is launching next month. His first track actually released is going to be from a 16-year-old young gun. It's going to be absolute fire, so we're really excited about that. But right now, guys, I've been talking for too long. I want you guys to experience the Sansa's experience. So we're getting in the mix right now with my man. Let's get it.
all the shit, get in your bed. Won't pull your head, just push your head. Just dim the lights and get me. Get me, see you between the sheets so long. It's all the shit, get in your bed.
this ain't a club track.
people in the middle, all the people in the middle, all the people in the middle, all the alley wanna bump and everybody who just paid in people snuck up in the trunk. Oh.
That does it for episode 41 of Sherm in the Booth. As always, thank you so much for tuning in. I greatly appreciate the support. Remember, whether you're listening on iTunes or SoundCloud, make sure to hit that follow or subscribe button so you catch up on all old episodes and don't miss any coming up. Don't forget to vote for my mix for Spring Awakening so I can have the chance to play in the main stage. And a massive, massive shout-out to my man, Sansis, for absolutely destroying that guest mix, one of the best I've had on the show. Thanks so much for coming on, man. Guys, make sure to keep up with him on all social media. There is no doubt in my mind there are big things in the works. I'll catch up with you guys in two weeks.